We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a stormy day in Cork City. And it was still lovely. Because it's Cork. You know where I was last night? Have you ever been to the corner house? Yeah. Because everyone's been to every fucking pub and call. You're naming like, you're like saying, have you ever been to Sentra? Well, I've never been to the corner house. It's lovely, isn't it? It's, it's not even lovely. It's perfect. Shut up. Cork's perfect. <laughs> it's your favourite queers. Back in your ears. It's... I'm Grandmam. Hey girlies, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to I'm Grandmam. Woo! Back together again. PJ got the train down. Do you hate getting the train down or do you love it? I get loads of work done on it, so I do love it. Yeah. But um, it is a bit of a rigmarole. Is it? As in like you have to pack your stuff, you have to come all the way down to Cork. What, you have to pack a laptop? And like your bag, like if you because I was teaching and then I'd go yeah. from teaching thing. I got in last night at 12 o'clock at night and I have to oh. go back this evening, do you know what I mean? But it's worth this to see your beautiful face, IRL. I do love being uh, in person for I it. I do too, yeah, yeah. And as well, it makes the editing process just that little bit easier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Also, I just think trains are a small bit stunning. No, trains are glamour, chukka chukka, right? It's giving like Thomas the Tank Engine, yeah. but like it's also giving like main character moment. Yeah. Like when I was on the train now yesterday, I was writing for a top secret project that me and Kevin are doing. Um, and I just felt like a novelist. That's the thing. And I'm like, you could be sitting in your seat looking out the window and I just think everyone on this train wants to know why I'm headed to another location on this train. Mm-hmm. They want to know what I'm about. Everyone on the train are like supporting actors in my storyline, in my plot. Yeah. And then I turn on a nice tune on the headphones and I gaze out the window Yeah, and I am the main bitch. And it's just rolling fields in Ireland. That's the best thing. That's the thing. No, like I wouldn't be getting the air coach. I'm sorry. 
No. No, I, I would if I was trying to save a bit of money. I did my years on the air coach. Like I put in my time. Yeah, you know what we I mean? did the air coach. I was bay from the air coach. And you know what? People might be like, oh, to get the train in Ireland, like, oh, it's very expensive it and is, stuff. Yeah. But having been over in England and looking up the cost of trains over there, if I wanted to go see one of my friends in Manchester or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a lot cheaper over here, lads. Yeah, I know. But then when I think of it sometimes, I'm like, there's been times when I travelled for two and a half hours to get from one side of London to the other, I'm sure. And that didn't cost me that much money. It's crazy. I think it's because they're all privately owned I think the train cost me like 65 euro or something return. For? To come down here. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of ridiculous, like, isn't it? Well, in England, and I'm not... Just trying to compare, and just because England is more expensive doesn't yeah, mean it, Ireland's right. I know what you mean. But it would be like 120 quid. Yeah, I know. I used to always have to go to Norwich in Norfolk from London, and that those tickets were like in the hundreds. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And forget about it if you were leaving to go till the night before. Oh, no, you're fucked. You know yeah. I mean? Now, I don't know why. Maybe it's from my time when I was like a student over in uh, England, and when I'd be like hopping on a train for free and stuff. Yeah. My friend Shona used to boot it into the bathroom every time she was getting the train to London. And the she, whole, just, she just stayed there for the duration of it. No, I could sorry, you know, and you leave and you're smelling like piss and shit when you get into <laughs> London. Just pay the money. Like, I'm sorry, no. But when I was getting the train, I used to always like pay for a child's ticket and then. <laughs> In you the have old chance, <laughs> in, the, in the old Benjamin Button at all, like in the old chance thing that there was a ticket inspector go, going around, my stomach would slip out my ass, and now still, you just pop a dummy in. even though I'm, <laughs> and now I play with a Game Boy, <laughs> and you curl up into and try to one none the ways, and a bib yeah. for when I'm eating my food. But even still, even though I'd obviously be paying like the full fare for my ticket and stuff. Even still, when I see a ticket inspector, I still get the same panic. It's Is because, that PTSD? No, it's because they be throwing their power around. Yeah, they you know love I mean? it. Now, like... Clickety-clack. Yeah, and they're like, give me your ticket. And I'm like, you give me your ticket, babe. Yeah, like, you know Like, how what do I, mean? I know you're not just playing dress-up on this cart? Also, Ian Road Aaron, if you're listening, Mr. Ian Road, <laughs> right? Where's the trolley cart? Yeah. Bring it back, right? Bring us so, back to joy. So they were used to, and even like there used to be like a place we go up and there's like a little bar. Yeah, it's all like shot. that's glamour. That's given Victorian. And I'm sorry, no lads. It's what is it? November. Covid is over. Stop. It's not over. <laughs> it's not over, right? But like, obviously, it's still still going. But like, you have to stop using it as an excuse. Like you going, me going. Why isn't there? The shop and the train open, they go, because of COVID. It's because like, you're lazy like, bastards. It's because you're a lazy bitch. It's because they're lazy bastards and they couldn't be asked making the effort to get in the stock yeah. and to get someone to work the car. And I'm like, come on now, Irish people. Like, it's like, you're going to take seven years to undo the stuff you put in place when you know COVID what I mean? restrictions were happening. Did you hear about the Christmas lights in Cork? No. They had no official turning on of the lights because of crowds. And I'm going, what? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, We're meeting up in our troves every I'm weekend. I'm so sorry, no, but like, no. But there was this fella then, I think he was in talk, or I think he was yeah. on Neil Prendival, of course, Neil Prendival, Neil yeah. Prendival. But he was on Neil Prendival, and he was like, Neil, I'm doing my own turning on of the lights. He was like, everyone's invited. Apparently he's a massive turnout. Really? Yeah, he he basically, no, and he was raising money for Cork Penny Dinners as well, which is fab. Yeah. He was turning on the lights. I think in his own house, you know, he's one of these houses yeah. and they did a huge display. Yeah. And then people just got to make a donation. No, if you're immunocompromised, like, 
obviously I do think they need to like have like a section or like do something separate or do yeah. like but like for everyone who's not like they should be able to go or like have like I don't know we I feel like we're just not thinking about it the right way it shouldn't be like yeah. all or nothing completely like, we did, like I was um, judging the Dublin Fringe Festival there right. Right? and there was like uh, a couple of people now who couldn't be in large groups and stuff because yeah. their immune system and like we just dealt with it we're like we masked some things didn't mask others we made sure like there was like an area where they felt safe there was an outdoor base yeah. and like you just take precautions but this whole all or nothing thing I'm like the, the all or nothing on. is ridiculous yeah. it is a small bit because it's like well when do we draw a line on it like yeah. when do we stop and when does it ever go back now speaking of lights yeah one thing yeah. I will say about the Naris they can put on a lighting show in I haven't house. seen many lights here babe get up to Nakanahini now Really? Every year, girls, every year since I was a Bob Hogg, you do a drive around Nakanahini and they just be flinging the lights at the gas. Even this year with the energy crisis, that's what people I'm still thinking. doing it. I feel like everyone in Cork should give people up in Naka a euro for their energy <laughs> bill. Just because you go up there and it's a lovely, a lovely little Christmas moment. I think it's so nice. When I was younger, I used to go around with uh, one of the lads in my park that I was friends with and we just do... We used to go around to all the estates yeah. and just do a walk and then we go home and we go through the Argos catalogue. <laughs> do you remember that? They don't even have catalogues anymore. The Argos catalogue was fucking unreal, wasn't it? It was, cla- now, your, your wrist to be bathed from going through the, the weight of it. Yeah, it's very heavy. And I'm like, where? how do they have so many products? I remember I was on um, catalogue duty to go in and get it in town one day, right? Because yeah. I used to do dancing inside in town. And I was like, oh, Aaron, I'll bring us back. A catalogue each, right? Yeah. Me going around in my back, I, I swear now, I had I was like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle there with the <laughs> muscles that were built up in my back from having inside the Carrying sack. the Argos catalogue home. Huge weight. Like, but gave me the muscles in my legs. But do Finn and Tess now, will they have catalogues that they'll go through? I don't think they do. They have the Smiths catalogue, I think, but that's only a skinny little thing. What, what does Tess want for Christmas? I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what they're into. It changed like when they're young. Yeah. It, what they are into changes every second every day. Every second day. I just can't be. Daily. I was into everything. Like I was one of the lads doing the Beyblades, but I was also getting the karaoke machines, the magic sets. One year I was asking for a decorator on Bart House. Like I, I had no interest yeah, really? in Bart. I just wanted the decorating. One year, and this is chaotic. I think I was twelve or something. Um, I asked for six second amps off the shopping channel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so wait, it was like it was like a pole, the shape of a pogo stick, right? Yeah. And it had like oh, the one you yeah, crunches, and, and it was like flat on the bottom, and like you put it on your um, you put it on your thighs, and then you go click, 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 and you do crunches sitting down. But I used to watch it on the shopping channel so much, and they show these like really unrealistic transformations of yeah. like people with like normal bellies just getting like ripped six packs out of nowhere and then I'm I was doing like, that I was like ma'am I need six second abs so then my uncle was visiting like the week before Christmas you could only get it in England and he got it for me he ordered it so he ordered me six second abs brought it from Birmingham to Cork right and on Christmas morning when my sister's playing with her stuff my mum and dad are, <laughs> my mum my mum's getting the fry ready right I'm inside in the living room breaking with, a sweat with the DVD six second abs DVD in the in the telly I'm like 12 now or something and I'm doing my 6 second workout thinking it would give me a 6 pack now I never got my hands on one yeah but you best believe I used to stay up past midnight there in my teens to watch the fellas who were doing the demos it was softcore porn wasn't it was it was softcore porn and, and also I think that's kind of what sold it to me a bit I was like I want to look like them 
Imagine my mum and dad coming into the room and me inside the living room at midnight watching it and me going, <laughs> pretending to do a workout on the couch. Me, just just doing a workout. With the chokehold they had on my um, little insecure, like, uh, adolescent body, right? What was this one? Was that oh, six seconds that, as no, well? No, that was the stepper. Yeah, but that was for your abs as well. That was for the, yeah, so it's like a little, um, it's kind of like, like you're skating. Yeah. I had all the gadgets. I had that one. I also had, um, I forget what Did it was. Did you have the shake weight? I didn't have the shake weight. That was after my time. <laughs> after my time of gimmicks. I had the bands. So like, it was that thing. Yeah. Steppy, steppy. With them. But then you do the bands as well. With and you they do were expensive all as well. All DVDs. those gadgets. Yeah. And then I also, <laughs> God forbid, I just went for a run. But I also had him. Um, God forbid you just stopped eating chicken nuggets. Yeah, also, God forbid I just learned to love myself. Or whatever, <laughs> anyway. So then, right. Or that. I also had this thing. It was for your. Uh, and this was when I was like, oh, I'm verse, right? Now, right? I was only a <laughs> teenager. <laughs> your verse era. But it was in my verse era because there was this thing. It was like a med. It was like a blow up. What's a, It's not a medicine ball. What's a blow up thing? Exercise ball. Exercise ball, yeah. yeah. But it was cut in half. Which you think, like, wouldn't do much, but according to the shopping channel, it revolutionised the way you're going to work out, right? <laughs> Wibbly wobbly wonder. And they were doing all these kickbacks and stuff, and you could see, like, it was showing all the girls' asses, like, going from, like, flat to, like, at post-BBL, apparently. Like, now that I have knowledge. Um, but I got that as well, and I used to do that all the time. Really? Babe, the amount of home workouts I did in my early teens... Is hilarious. Really? Yeah, it's so funny. I won your guys. Do you remember Scooter 2000? No. The small robot, but it was pure yeah, class. The silver one? No. Oh, no, was he white? He was white and... Blue eyes. Uh, well, blue and red part of the Don't head. Don't remember what he looks like. And yellow, head. and he also had a tray. Yeah, I remember him. Now, My friend John Paul had him. But I was obsessed and I was like, I need the Scooter 2000, like, wanted this robot. Yeah. But sure, like, it goes at about one and a half miles per hour, so by the time you even... Get your cup of tea, it's cold. Before it's even brought out yet. Also, it doesn't even make its way to you because it, in our Irish house we have fucking tiles, we have carpet, we also have the lips on the doors, you know what yeah. I mean? So it couldn't even go over that. So all I could do with this robot, because it wasn't powerful enough to even go on the road outside, yeah. I could just do it up and down the length of my hall, <laughs> right? But it had like a voice scrambler, so like when you sp- spoke into the walkie talkie, that it would come out as like it would be sound like a robot. Yeah. And I remember then I was like, I had this brilliant idea that for, <laughs> for Halloween, then I was going to use the robot to answer the door. <laughs> right? So people would answer, and I'd run out to the door then, right? Open the door, I had a cape around the robot, <laughs> right? When they used to say trick or treat, I used to be then talking to the kids through the. Did they eat? Did they love it? No, they hit it. It didn't really work. It took too long to get it to It took them. too long. They just walked to the And there was too much of like, there was too much manoeuvring between <laughs> opening the door and then having to slide the robot closer. <laughs> There's nothing worse, right? Because I experienced it with my nieces and nephews now, right? Yeah. When um, a young child is, really wants to do something like do that now with the robot or like and you want to say cop or on. like show you a trick but it's taken ages for them to prep what they're going to do and you just have to sit there and smile and then they do it and it's like a kind of shitty cartwheel and you're like oh fab because you don't now, want to discourage them I slive for Tessa's gymnastic routines there now Get her into the Olympics. She's like one of those kids straight out of uh, Eastern not, Europe. You, her back is really flexible, right? But she does. She goes. One, she goes to me all the time, like PJ. Look at this. I'm like, what are you gonna do? She goes, Nasex. She doesn't say gymnastics. She goes, Nasex. And then um, she's a bit of a speech impediment vibe. And then so then she just flings herself on the floor. <laughs> now, tell like, me it's not exceptional. Tell me you wouldn't pay money to see her. Well, I pay money to. see I pay money to see a full show of it. Because what happens is. 
she flings herself right, and you know she's just gonna smack off the floor. But there's a moment where it could be brilliant—a millisecond where she kind of like serves. Yeah, and it's kind of like they call it ballon in ballet, where you kind of get a bit of air time, and then she just smacks off the floor. So <laughs> like she goes in slow motion. But then sometimes, right, Finn Loki like comes out of nowhere, then and goes, "Look at this!" and kind of does like the best cartwheel I've ever seen in my life. Really? And I goes, "Get him out of hurling and get him on the fucking monkey bars." I was always jealous of the lads in school who could just do a cartwheel because you know you'd be playing football or whatever in school and you'd be in P and then they'd score a goal and I'm like how are you good at football and you're doing the cartwheels I was like leave some for the facts <laughs> I never forget right because obviously we felt different growing up right yeah. um, so I always felt like we're playing soccer I know you didn't but like they'd be all playing soccer and I remember one day the lads I don't know got the popular child obviously kind of got notions and was like let's do handstands right yeah. so I was like oh my god my time to shine because I just presumed because I was like kind of gay in my head yeah, I'd be able to do a handstand because all the girls could, right? It's not a presumption. It's 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 actually fact. Yeah, it's fact. Like we're like our biology should allow us because of the gayness, right? So then we're all doing handstands, and obviously like, um, Colum, who was like the most popular kid, could do them. Like, so yeah. that's probably, probably why he suggested doing it. And then so everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it. I like, I they're like, PJ, go on, try. Goes up and handstand. When I say buckled, my arms buckled underneath me. I smacked my face on the floor. I was eating the fucking uh, soil. It was the most humbling experience of my life. And then I was like, maybe I'm not gay. <laughs> but you know what? Whatever about a handstand now and stuff that our bodies just naturally don't do because we don't go around the gaff walking on our hands. Yeah. Yes. Twenty twenty three, catch me upside down, right? That would be reverse evolution. That's the thing, it's reverse evolution. Go on anyway. Do we do a, should we do an app on reverse evolution? <laughs> yeah. But whatever about that, right? What I can't get over, you know when you see the gymnasts who can run and do all this tumbling stuff and all these flips and turn their bodies, yeah. like if you were to ask me to even like do something in quick succession, like yeah. with a pencil. Yeah. I find it difficult and I find the coordination yeah. of it difficult. So Kevin how won't do be doing do any double pirouettes in the panto this how, year. Well, how do they do the flips and stuff? I just don't I don't know. know. I don't get it. But it must fearless. be surely the way that body is made, right? Yeah. And they're all fearless, I'd They're say. all fearless. I'd say they're all a small bit fearless. Shout out to Simone Biles. <laughs> Shout out to our girl, Simone. Speaking of Christmas, just going back to Christmas, yeah. right? I'm very excited. Yeah, why? Because me and Jose... Got our first set of Christmas decorations. And I felt like that's a rite of passage, oh. isn't it? Now, it's is this giving... fun? No. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I don't know where we we're going with there, but that. I was like, we should have planned this. <laughs> no, but like, basically, do you know what I mean? Like, when you're in your 20s, like, we decorated a bit in... Small bit, but we were London. getting them from... What's that like, gaff? Like, deals or like... What, what, no, what's the gaff near? What's that Wilco's. Wilco's. Yeah, and like, they were pure kind of taddy bits, right? I, did, I still liked them. No, we no, got no, a lovely. nice tree, but no, the we bits did, were yeah. And like, obviously, we have cats this year, so... And it's our first Christmas in the house and living together all that so it's a lot of first like proper Christmas together someone said you weren't going to be able to put up a tree remember but can you yeah so we, we don't really know like we've done a bit of research and if you get like it's boring but if you get like a real tree the cats can like eat them but like the same thing about dogs <laughs> um, so it's a chance we're willing to take <laughs> no but basically we're not we're getting a small tree but we're putting it in a place where they can't reach it but we're doing like we did where what do you know we oh, have the shelves? They'd be around the kitchen table and No, do we have the shelves next to the mirror? We're doing it on the top shelf. It's only a tiny tree. It's like oh, a plant. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit unfair calling it a tree. Yeah, but it's one of those ones, you know, like we get one that like 
is small and then you can go planting afterwards so there's like it's giving environment yes it's giving it's giving turning co2 into oxygen it's giving reforestation it's giving reforestation so you're welcome everybody you know what i mean when you're out here getting your cutting down trees i'm like saving the planet for now, you. where are you going to plant it what where are you going to plant it oh i don't know i didn't think about that yet <laughs> somewhere like do you know what i mean phoenix park that's going to be still out your back garden when I come to visit no, you in Phoenix next Park, year. No, Phoenix Park, babe. You can't just plant it in Phoenix Park. I I'll get think. on to Michael D. Higgins and I believe I will be able to, right? <laughs> Michael, if you're listening, I'll be over to plant You could take it home. No, I'll be a bit I'll be over on Stephen's Day, Michael. Um, <laughs> basically, we went in Christmas shop and went to Blanchestown. And obviously, Blanchestown is kind of my love-hate relationship. Because has everything you ever want there. I love Blanchestown Shopping Centre. But it's kind of like... Kind of hellhole as well. It's a bit warm in there, is it? As, like, I love it, because anything you could ever dream of. But it's a bit far out for me, because I don't drive. I love the bagel factory in there. Yeah, it's kind of like... They need um, a few more bagel factories in England. It's like if they, like... It's like Man Point on steroids, if you're from Cork. Yeah. It's kind of like that vibe, so... But isn't... Am I right in saying it's very warm in there? <laughs> yeah, but you're very warm anywhere. I'm very warm. I'm already warm, warm here, here now. Yeah, yeah, I'm warm here now. But basically... Your mum said she had the heating on and nearly slight tackled her. <laughs> turn it off, Nula. My mum's addicted to the heating. We, um... But all Irish parents... My yeah. mum comes in and it's just... It's just a... You know what it is? It's muscle memory. Yeah. Irish mums have muscle memory of turning on the heating. Yeah, so and they... It's getting a bit chicken fillet, so... <laughs> We're moving on. But basically, we got, when we first moved into the gaff last January, we got like a voucher. Oh, there 12 months done. It's mad. It flew to Nish. Jesus. Time it's blabbing us soon. No. Um, what a year. <laughs> we'll, get on, we'll get on to that now for the end of the year. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. We can't go through your year. I'd be balling. No, you know what? I think for the end of the year, I'm just going to have my therapist on and she can actually... Okay, great. She can just talk about my progress. Okay, stunning. <laughs> I, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, basically, in January, we got a voucher for HomeSense. And I just forgot about yeah. it. Right? Went in there. Gorgy bits. Got these stunning ornaments. I don't know what we did. And I think, right, I love them. But are people going to think, like, what the fuck is he up to? We hung them on the ceiling. No, that's that. No, that's pure ye. Pure glam. You're going doing a photo shooting it with a Santa hat over your dick, <laughs> and Hose is going to be taking pickies, and you're going to be <laughs> artsy one song. You're going to be licking candy canes, artsy. But, but make it artsy. Artsy. So we done like it's like fairy lights going around the room, and then there's Love them. That. We're going to do a few tinsel around the mirrors. Because yeah. you have to, but like yeah. classy, classy with a hint of tack, right? That's no, the yeah, vibe. tinsel's tack, but it's. Tack glamour. Yeah, tack glamour. Yeah. yeah. It's glack. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> so Trademark. It's the name of the app. And then um, we just have a few bits to add and then we're done. But you're going to have to come see us. What I'm going to do, I'll do a mulled wine night and invite the neighbours round. The neighbours are friends? No, and the friend and friends. But like, I want to like, get to know my neighbours more. Yeah, I think that's a great shout. I would yeah. advise anyone to try and get to know their neighbours more. Anyway, we should get on to the theme. Yeah, we're talking about Christmas there. There's no need for it. Yeah. Okay, so the theme for this week is... Mortifying Moments. Alexa, play Sweet Escape by Gwen Stefani. It was so hard to find a song to relate to this. Oh my God. We were thinking Escape, because like when, when you're embarrassed, you want to escape. Blair her. Blair her now. No, I do love this tune. Walking in half time with this. <laughs> can be, can be, can be, can be. What, like this? And then you're going. Very robot, yeah. Very robot. Shades. Five. And a six, silver bob. Go. Up, down. Click. Akon is reaching for that nose. Akon <laughs> in, in the studio. Woohoo! <laughs> if I could escape. 
I'm a because of all and missing. I feel like does she need a strip cell? I think she's just going. Like I wanna fall on the floor as a bunch of just a refrigerator. That's the reason I've been acting so cold. It's scary. Oh, what? Alexa, stop. stop. Would you shut the refrigerator door? Maybe that's the reason I've been acting so cold. Refrigerator or refrigerator? Refrigerator door. That one. Would it be? Your one. What? What is it? So shut the refrigerator. Maybe that's the reason. Oh my god. I've been acting so cold. Where's the Grammy? She spat the lyrics out. <laughs> she spat them in the sound booth. I don't even care. She's appropriating Harajuku culture. No, I'm joking. I do. We're talking about embarrassing stories. Being mortified. Like, let's start with it. Do you get embarrassed easily? I actually don't. Right? And I think it's one of the things that you get good at growing up as, like, a queer kid. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, like, you know, on, like, non-uniform days now and stuff, I'd be doing my own thing. Sure, you know, all the lads coming in their yeah. old sport tracksuit pants yeah. and their core hurling top. Really? Did you? No, I didn't do that. That's no, what I'm saying. I was doing my own bits. Yeah, but I would. I know I would have never done my own bits. I would have never worn a tracksuit. I wasn't coming in a mesh crop top, obviously. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> With a fan. Okay. But I was doing my other bits, and like the thing is, if I liked a pair of high top trainers, you yeah. know what I mean? I was getting them. Okay. You know what I mean? Where I, I wasn't just getting the same shoes as all the rest of the lads. Yeah, you're talking like you were a young fashionista. No, it, it wasn't even that. And if we were to look back. Now, in my very early days, I was. My mum used to always have me in Benetton. All yeah. the shots of me as a kid you know, could be used as poster campaigns for Benetton. Yeah, but all, like, every, was it the 80s? No, it wasn't. It was the 90s because we were born in the 90s. So, like, the early 90s. <laughs> The early 90s had the best clothes. Like, all oh my, my old clothes. Like, look up there. See that little stripy t-shirt? I'd wear that now. See Dean's uh, little... Yeah. Uh, my nephew has on this gorgeous... Yeah. Uh, what's it called? A waistcoat. Stunning. Tell your mum to take the picture frames down from the conservatory. They're all faded by the They're sun. They're all faded. All yeah. the memories are gone. All the memories <laughs> are so I, I, tell, I told this on our tour before. Um, but basically, my mum cut up all my childhood pictures and made a clash out of them. But now, love it. But she didn't even make copies. But there's no copies. That's the only thing. <laughs> now, so, I was never, like, embarrassed to do my own thing in that sense. Yeah. And then also, I remember I did um, a summer course, right? It was like a musical theatre summer course. And we had an acting teacher and she went, if you want to be an actor, you can't get embarrassed. And what we had to do okay. was, we all had to go up and do something embarrassing and make everyone in the room laugh. Okay, and, and you talked like, to a puppet. And I went... I rubbed my fingers together like that yeah. and I went, where's the stage, Dolly? Yeah, I, I, I kind of wasn't that... I don't get embarrassed that easy either. Like, with the, with the like, traditional stuff that's meant to embarrass you. Like, yeah. getting out in front of people. Like, I don't know. I, it just doesn't embarrass me. Like, And now if something embarrassing happens, I go, oh, content for the past. Yeah, I go, oh my God, on real story. Like, if I, fe- if I fell flat on my face... Like, I would be like, oh my God, I'm really yeah. sorry for You know what I mean? Now, so just before I came back, right, I was yeah. on my bike. I was cycling to Clarenico, yeah. my favourite coffee Where club. Where else would you be going? Where else would I be going to do my yeah. working bits? They hate me inside there, I'd say. <laughs> I'd be buying one coffee and I'd be there for four hours. They're like, close your laptop, you're not even working, you freak. <laughs> anyway, cycling along and I see a girly, right? Yeah. I'm Grandmam tote bag Gorgeous. in London. We love to see the fans in public. We love to see them sporting the merch 
out and about, right? Yeah. And as well, I was like, for me being over there, I was like, look at this. I'm just cycling, running my bike. I don't know who this person is. And in London as well. And it's in London like as well. Glamour. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and I'm yeah, kind yeah. of like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? She's made my day now. I'm going to go over and make hers. Right? <laughs> so, oh. so I'm cycling past and I went, hey, girly. Right? Roaring now, right? Me random around a bike. Me, hey, girly. She looks around anyway, panics, right? She kind of had headphones in. She took yeah. out and I was like, girly. I was like, girly, it's me. I goes, and then she, I was like she didn't know and I was like oh my gosh she doesn't recognise me because I had my helmet on because yeah. I was cycling and I went over anyway and I was like girly cycled right up I goes, <laughs> I goes girly loving the toes and she went what? I goes loving the bike girly I goes I'm grandma and she went oh she goes oh this is my housemate I just took it to no. the <laughs> I just took it to the shopping right me so obviously, like, I suppose that I was a small bit mortified. No, I was also squealing. Me, your housemate has great taste in podcasts. What did she say? It was just like, all right. She was, no, as well, I suppose, for her just going about Being in attacked Stratford, by a man on the street. For, by a man on the street. Yeah. A very masculine man with a beard. Okay. Pinch of salt, but go on. <laughs> but I'd say she was probably traumatised because I'd say she thought I was going to, like... Yeah, like, exactly. Well, you know, if you were like, girly! Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I was giving no, a girl with a so limp funny that always, or, or like it happens to me a lot where like if someone's like waving or smiling at me, I'm like, oh hiya, like, and I expect them to be like, oh my god, I love the podcast, and they're like, oh, I'm looking at I'm, my friends behind you, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we get humbled a lot, girls. Don't worry, we're never going to get too big for our boots. Um, there was another time that something similar happened to no, me. Yeah, what it, happened? It, it, you, so basically, I know the story, but you in Douglas Court and remember your man goes, where's the other fella? <laughs> Did we, did we tell that before in the box? Oh my god, we didn't. I'd say we're on no, a break. That was so funny. I was, down in, <laughs> I was down in Douglas Village Shopping Centre, right? Yeah. Outside the Tesco's, and I was waiting for my mum as per usual, because apparently I'm an infant, right? <laughs> so I sat down while she was doing her shopping bits, and there's mirrors, right, across the way from me. Anyway, this fella comes over and he goes, um, How's the other fella getting on? And I was like, oh, I goes, oh, PJ. I goes, he's actually up in Dublin now. He's, he's after moving up to Dublin. Um, I said to be with his boyfriend. And your man just goes, what? <laughs> and I goes, are you not about PJ? And he goes, no, I meant the other one of you there in the mirror. He goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, I was puce. Oh, my God. Also, as well. I forgot that happened. <laughs> also, as well. You're say- we're, we're bringing back puce, basically. So, when you're embarrassed now or you're mortified, in court, you say you're puce. Cause oh, is that a court thing? Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it must be right. I thought it was a uh, universal Cause thing. Because puce, is puce a colour? Is that why we say puce? Is it? Because, like, basically, your puce is in your bright red, like you're mortified. That's what I thought it meant. Puce. P-E-U-C-E. P-E-U. Puce colour? Yeah. No, it's just P-U-C-E. Yeah, puce. Oh my yeah. god! So puce is surfing, yeah, pussy! Pu- I'm painting my room puce. <laughs> pussy puce! Pussy pu- it's giving kind of pussy puce. Pussy puce is the name of the F. Pussy puce is the name of the F. What colour is that there? Ochre? Ochre. Ochre? No, that's Ocre a vegetable. Ochre I do love an ochre fries. But basically, if you're puce, you're like bright red. So the next time you're in Paris, and you want to turn to your friend just go, girl, I'm girls, puce. I'm puce. I'm puce, girls. I'm puce, girls. We're bringing back puce. So, like, big things don't embarrass me like that, like, getting in front of people and stuff like that. Yeah. Just the tiny things embarrass me, like. Tiny, Like, yeah. when I first moved to Dublin, I didn't know you had to, like, wave down the bus. And I know I talked about that before. Yeah. But, like, is there nothing more embarrassing yeah. than now what's happened to me is I wave down the bus and I make it really, like, explicit because sometimes the... Bus drivers just drive past you for the laugh. Yeah, they're looking for an excuse to um, drive past you. And there was one time I was talking again, 
talking to a few of the girlies, being like, love the pod. And I was like, oh, I have to get this bus. And they were like, yeah, no bother. <laughs> so I turned and I waved it down. I'm waving out like a raven lunatic, right? And the bus just drives past me. And they kind of were embarrassed for <laughs> yeah. me. They were like, oh, do you miss it? And I was like, yeah. Um, so I was mortified then So I just goes Yeah And then I just goes to, I, just, I just panicked then And he goes I'm just gonna walk And then I just walked And then I just walked away And it was ages away from my gas So I just ended up getting a taxi Because I just walked away Until they were out of sight And I ordered a taxi That's how embarrassed I was Oh my so god So it's those small things Or do you know what else happens When you do the dance with someone And the dance is mm. When you're walking And someone's walking towards you And, and then You both kind of collide head on and then you both no, she, they go they go to the left you go to the right yeah. they go to the right you go to the left and then you do this kind of shuffle dance and then you have to do the whole oh sorry about that and yeah it's hot if it's like a nice romantic moment yeah. but if you're just is trying it, to get past Gronya down the road you're kind of mortified is it kind of lovely no is it kind of stunning I'm like get out of my way of places to be do you know what if that ever happens hug them just pause <laughs> and just look into their eyes and just say I see you <laughs> and I notice you Just take take them by the palms and go Namaste bitch <laughs> You're welcome Namaste bitch live. And then give them two kisses <laughs> And then leave Now also maybe it's the like Queer kid in me who was always a bit intimidated by like older men or pure yeah. like no I'm Rose, Irish so men. It's very warm home, again yeah. in here <laughs> It's well, very warm we're again in, We're in a room made of windows like and it is a conservatory. For people who are saying it isn't a conservatory, you are never in my house. I think it is the more I look at it. Someone goes to me the other day, oh my God, PG, I'm skeeting at you and the podcast being confused about what a conservatory is. I know a conservatory is the thing a w- when the wall's a, a window. It's not that confusing. <laughs> anyway, so you know the way... You know the way growing up, maybe you might be a small bit intimidated around like... Older men in Ireland Yeah yeah Because they're terrifying And it's a bit of confronting And they have a very strong And they squeeze the fuck out of your hand Sorry now Look at my fingers The only reason my wrist is limp Is because of the straight men Squeezing it when I was younger And the more you squeeze my wrist It's not going to make me straight So can you just Can we just do a kiss on the Kiss on the knuckles (laughs) Enchanté Yeah when you read Paddy in the pub But being surrounded by men right So sometimes I do find it a small bit Confronting again especially if it's like New people right but I remember Like when I was Coming back to Ireland right So basically we were doing a sex talk In UCC I think it was maybe The first year we started the podcast right And our friend Craig right We basically needed a massive Dildo for the talk right No you had one but that they gave you. Craig gave you the little talk. Yeah, for the talk. Yeah, no, you know, for personal use. <laughs> anyway, we got a massive dildo from Craig, right? Yeah. Now, you hilariously. Got, you did. I got a massive yeah. dildo from Craig, right? But it was one with the, you know, the suction, suction cups. Yeah. Now, I thought I was hilarious and I stuck it to my forehead and I burst all my capillaries. So I was going around with a big red circle on my forehead. It for basically two weeks. gave Kevin a hickey. And then I threw it up Remember I was in my bedroom And I threw it up And I fucked it onto the ceiling And I stuck it And I pulled it down And pulled down all the plaster Yeah I don't know what he was up to <laughs> you, Girls if you haven't tried it on the ceiling <laughs> Can we, All I'll say is Lionel Richie was right It's much better up there girls <laughs> Right <laughs> But anyway So I was taking it back Because we were doing this sex talk In UCC right Talking about everything Like yeah. sexual health Like consent All the rest of it Anyway 
So we were going to do like a, Was it a condom application tutorial? Yeah and I think I did a yoga um, You did like a yoga thing Because we talk about relaxing When you're taking the dick And yeah. then we do like a yoga thing With the dildo And I dance you We need to bring that back What? We need to get it into the secondary schools In the SPHE classes <laughs> We did the douching tutorial Yeah Honestly we need No We were doing the Lord's anyway. work Anyway but was bringing it Right to Ireland right And obviously I'm having to go through Security, right? And I'm only bringing my backpack because we're only going over for the day, right? And I know why you were flying separate to me. I must have been visiting holes or something. Something, right? Anyway, so going through security, and I'm, I'm like, my thing will hardly go off, right? <laughs> and I was like, no, surely people will be traveling with dildos the whole time. Yeah. Like, like I've never traveled with a dildo before, but I was like, presumably. Anyway, so I'm going through the next thing. And it was one of those times where it was pure busy, right? Yeah. So a lot of people were waiting for their bags. Anyway, who owns this? And I'm going, oh, you're no. joking me. As soon as I saw it being raised and going into the separate aisle, I, I was going, no. Anyway, so he's going, this yours? And he's like, I'm just going to have to give it a check then out. And I was like, will I wait till he pulls it out? Yeah. Or will I? And I just goes, look. I goes, before now you go venturing in there. I said, there's a massive dildo inside there. <laughs> and I was like, look, I just need to make light of it. And he was like, what? Anyway, so the fella beside me then, like, giving me this glance. The eyes. And I'd know. How big is it? How <laughs> big? Just how big? What flight are you on? F or 901? Anyway, so your man opens the bag. He goes, don't worry. He goes, I'm, it's not that I'm looking. He said, I think there's something. Sharp. Anyway, next thing he goes, he goes, he goes, it's huge. <laughs> no, he was like, Jesus, it's huge. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm doing it. I was like, I'm doing a sex talk in Ireland. He was like, yeah, right. I'm dead. I'm I was. Right. No, I was puced then as well. But also as well, um, they won't let me bring on a blunt butter knife onto a plane. You could do way more damage with a suction cup 12-inch dildo. Oh, I could have done damage. Yeah. Damage is right. Let me tell you. You still have it, don't you? For the I lonely nights. I know where nights. it is. It's in your bag, babe. <laughs> At all times. I don't know where it is. <laughs> in case of emergencies. Hilarious. Speaking of dildo. That's another time I was embarrassed. Again, to do with dildos again. We should, lads, let's scrap the embarrassment to do with sex toys. and. Oh, and yeah, sex. obviously. But we'll anyway, sex here on the this was before I'd moved away, but... Um, uh, Lorna had gotten me a present of a dildo before I moved to London, right? Anyway, I went to see her on one of the last days before I was moving over. Came home, my mum was helping me pack. Yeah. Anyway, so I was like, I was like, I'll put these bits in this bag, but it was the bag that I put the dildo in that I got as a present from Lorna. Yeah. Anyway, my mum. Oh my god! She's like, what's this? <laughs> like, oh my and that was the time like I was 21 so I was like it's, and I was only out about a wet week yeah. and I was like it's the dildo <laughs> she was like I know it's the dildo she's like what are you doing with it and I was like it's Lorna's and she was like what are you doing with Lorna's dildo and I was like oh, I was so now that's one of the times I was so mad she was like I'll kill that Lorna I'm dead I was mortified but also like God forbid you just have one. Like, it doesn't mean... Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. so Hello, funny. it's a dildo. Also, this is a thing that comes up a lot, right? Yeah. And people get really embarrassed by uh, dining alone in restaurants and cafes, right? Who does? That, like, that's the thing. Like, people get embarrassed for, like, if they have to eat in a restaurant by themselves or, like, they have to, like, go for coffee or even, like... I was talking to an old barber I used to go to and he was saying he can't, like, walk into a bear unless he knows, like, the place he's going to meet his friends or, like, he gets someone to come out and meet really? him to walk in because he gets too much social anxiety. And I'm like, I've never experienced that. And I think it has something to do with, like, moving away when you're younger. Um, Tara Mare was talking about on her vlog there being, like, yeah. uh, loads of people were saying that, like, they can't eat in restaurants by themselves. But, like, I've never struggled to eat in a restaurant by myself. I kind of love it. It's like taking yourself out on a little date. I, I, see, I actually, 
I do it a lot. Now, not anywhere fancy as yeah. being Nando's a lot of the time or, yeah. you know, something like that. But I would do it because I love doing it. I love doing it. And, like, I don't even... And if the budget allows. Yeah, and sometimes I don't even need a book or anything. I can just sit there with myself, you know what I mean? Oh, without a doubt. One of my favourite things to do... Well, I think a lot of people would go for coffee with themselves, right? Surely. So that's it. I, I don't like really... Going for co- I prefer going for coffee myself, but yeah. that's because I'm a narcissist <laughs> and I love my own company. And I just want to feel like the main character. Now, yeah. people with crippling social anxiety are listening to this going, Isn't it nice? Wouldn't it be lovely? <laughs> Wouldn't it be lovely to do something by myself or be able to go into a public space? Yeah, I suppose I've never really experienced it either, so it is hard for me to um, empathise. You know yeah. what I mean? I can't really think of it. Now, if there's if there's anyone looking for tips, I don't know what I'm on about. <laughs> you, like, but you know what I mean. Like, I would just say, I get it to an extent because I suppose if you grew up in the one place and you kind of know everyone and you're going to yeah. the restaurants, because in these small towns, I know. They'd be like, Sarah, town, what are you doing eating by yourself? You know what I mean? If anyone came in or like, you know, someone could go home and be like, "Geez, I was working today in Sligan Cockball and didn't uh, Jamie or Ruben come in then by himself? And Christ, it must, it must be all off." Or I say he's depressed off his game. And also, like, there's like, there's no. I just don't think there's any embarrassment Even, in it. And as well, when I see someone eating by themselves in a restaurant, I go main character bitch. I go loving, yeah, sliving for you completely. Because I think I told the story about there was an old woman eating in the restaurant that I used to work in before. Yeah, and someone came up and she was with our friend and she was like, "I'd love to pay for that woman's bill." She said, "I just think she's, you know, she's so lovely and so nice that she's going out by herself." Um and I she said she just reminds me of my my own grandmother. So yeah. she said I'd like to cover our bill. Anyway, your one came up. Then was time to pay. It was a very well-to-do lady. Like this is a nice yeah, restaurant yeah, on Bond yeah. Street. And I went, don't worry. I said, um, I said someone's already looked after your bill. And she went, she was puce. She was, she was fuming. She went, what? She said she must have thought I looked like a loser. <laughs> and I was like, no, no. I said, I think you're reminded of her own grandmother. And she went, don't tell me that. <laughs> but a lot of the time when people are going out eating by themselves, or you know having a coffee by themselves. Now, obviously, loneliness is a thing too, and maybe there are some people who are... Um, lonely. Lonely. Yeah. And, you know, only have themselves for company. In which case, I would say, if you are a person having a coffee in a cafe or whatever, and you see someone, don't be afraid to strike up conversation. But do, because, like, sorry, It's now, also my worst nightmare. Like, imagine if I'm out taking myself out for a gorgeous latte and then get my little sweet treat, and then someone comes up and is like, Hi, how are you? And starts talking to me. It would ruin my day. It would ruin my day, actually. Yeah, I can only speak for myself. It would absolutely... It would actually... It'd be enough for me to go up and ask to, for the coffee to be put into a takeaway take cup. Takeaway cup, goodbye. You know what I mean? I'd be like, sorry, I'm going to read my book on the bench. Yeah, no, it's obviously it's grand if you listen to the pod and you come up and be like... Oh, well, well that's like, fine. Like, Hi. Yeah. But if, if you're just coming up to talk to me because you're lonely, just get friends. Just go find some friends, doll. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Just fucking friends. <laughs> right. Should we move on to submissions? Oh, yeah. So we asked um, for your most mortifying moments in submissions. And we're going to read out a few now. But we might do a part two with this episode because there's tons here. There's tons. And also, I've read maybe three of these in And they're all hilarious. And I was screaming at all of them. And I always find these um, submission episodes tough because I don't know whether to read in advance so that we're a bit prepared and we can find out the best ones but then I also I've decided I like the reaction to be organic I like the reaction to be organic as well you know what I mean I just love organic produce (laughs) also I find it quite like cathartic it's a bit cathartic because it's also like we're all in it together everyone gets mortified so then no one should get mortified yeah exactly 
That's probably like a really like nice English word to describe that. But Irish people just in general were like we're always mortified. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now a lot of the time I'm mortified for other people, I'd be like, I'm mortified for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people could do with a bit more mortification. Some people could be mortified like the Irish government. Yeah. Would you not be a bit mortified Would you if you not were the be Irish a small government? Bit mortified? And the and the cost of living and the housing crisis and you're just you're flailing around yeah. the gaff and we all know you don't have a clue what you're doing. Also, David Beckham at the moment. David Beckham, are David you not Beckham, mortified? Are you not absolutely mortified to be in Qatar? Like Yuck. But, but to be doing a multi-million pound deal with him. Also, you'd say something, right? If it was someone who really needed the money. David, do you need the money? And you'd say something as well if it wasn't someone who like built a lot of his career outside of soccer. Off the gays. Off the gays. And now you're Love going to game. a gaff where it's literally legal to be he, who you are. He was the first straight man to have an attitude, um, cover. An attitude cover. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in fairness now to Joe Lysett, I do think when Joe Lysett was doing the thing with shredding the money. I yeah. presume everyone's kind of privy to it. But he was basically calling for David Beckham to end his campaign with um, the World Cup, with FIFA or whatever. Yeah, um, whatever. To show about. his support for the LGBT community, obviously because over in um, Qatar. Qatar, it's uh, homosexual activity is criminalised. Yeah. It? Um, but ended up, um, he was saying that he was going to offer £10,000 to charity yeah. if David Beckham didn't end it he was going to shred the money yeah. now subsequently it turned out that although he said he had shredded the money that it was actually fake or whatever and they were actually still donated to charities so I do think it was a good it got a lot of people talking about it it got a lot of people it. talking about it so it was, it was amazing. clever we love Joe Lyston on this a part. lot of people were saying oh it's so stupid like shredding that money in the cost of living crisis no because if he wanted to do a campaign around this yeah. it probably would have cost that money in that much money anyway exactly whereas the fact that he was talking about shredding money it actually it created way more of a stir. And he got on all the news sites. It was on all the news sites. And also, when you're saying it's stupid to do that, it's also stupid to host a fucking yeah. World Cup in a place where not everyone is accepted. Exactly. Anyway. Right, anyway, after that, you got a bit political there. A bit political. But it does boil. David Beckham, you should be fucking yeah. mortified. David Beckham. And what's the... Oh, yeah, David Beckham. <laughs> I had a gay awakening to you. you fucking How dare shit. you? After all the trust... After all the boners we got over you, David Beckham, how fucking dare you go betray us like that? <laughs> After all the barbers that I showed pictures of you off, your head and go make me look like him, and they go, "Sorry, doll, a haircut's not going to do that." How fucking dare you betray us? How dare us? you? Me showing a picture of David Beckham with the long hair. Me, yeah. I want this. <laughs> then did you have a wig? <laughs> also, you're dating a spice girl. Yeah, you're dating a spice girl. Victoria Beckham, you're you're not welcome in the gay club anymore. Did you no, see? Did you see? Did you see the one of the? The sons, I don't know, which one's the oldest? The one who tries to be a photographer? No, the one who's trying to be like, uh, uh, what's that called when they make cocktails? Uh, a mixologist. Mixologist. And he is was the like, same one who wants to be the chef? Same one who wants to be the chef. And That's he's the like, same one who wants to be the photographer. Who is this? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, so he's, he was he's like, an he was like, He's like, so I'm pretty crazy with my flavours and I like to do things like outside the box. Oh, and then he made oh. a gin and tonic. I, I was just going to say, but you, you see he released a photography book? And um, Just give me money. Goes, and it's a silhouette of an elephant because he couldn't get the lighting right in the camera. And he goes, "Beautiful creatures, really hard to photograph." Was the caption in this photography book? I'm like, "Fuck off, you nepotism baby!" But who's buying a Brooklyn Beckham no one. photography book? Nobody. But everyone's everyone's hearing about it because everyone's laughing at him because as well he he went to photography school and then he was like, "I'm going to be a photographer." And he goes, "No," nah, and then dropped out and he wanted to be a chef and now he wants to be a mixologist apparently. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Aegis. Aegis. you should know better. Right, anyway, let's move on to the submissions. Yes, okay, first one. Right, for context, I'm a primary school teacher. I went to get a haircut. Hair had been washed, and halfway through cutting my hair, they discovered I'd lice. <laughs> I'd never been so embarrassed in my entire life. I swear I had no idea. Also, I get so itchy thinking about lice. Literally. They weren't allowed to even cut my hair, and I had to walk home with dripping wet hair. Well, I hope they were nice to you now and they weren't like, get out of here, you dirty bitch. But why couldn't they dry your hair? Because the lice will get all, the lice gets everywhere, babe. It's like, uh! like having lice in a hairdresser is like um, setting off a sink bomb in a potpourri store. Really? <laughs> I don't know where that analogy came from. But you know what I mean? It'll just ruin the vibes. Yeah, that's disgusting. And, and it's also reminding me of another time I was embarrassed. Was <laughs> I was in the hairdresser's. And I was like... Um, Hairdressers are just... They are embarrassing. They're embarrassing, scenarios. right? But I was... And there was this girl I used to get my hair cut in blades. So when blades was the thing in car. Yeah. So sure don't uh, I? Don't I know? I, <laughs> did they give me a hamper or not? Yeah, I know. But basically, I was getting my hair cut and I would go to this one all the time. Her name was Susie and everyone was like mad for her. Because all the lads fancied her. But also she was good at hair and that's why I loved her. Yeah. And... Um, so she's cut my hair anyway and I was like like rubbing the cloth they put over me and I was like Jesus they're all a bit dusty aren't they and then she was like she came like really close to me she was really lovely and she goes no I think you just have a bit of dandruff <laughs> and all the, the dust that was on my cloak was coming off my fucking head <laughs> now why would there be dust all over the cloak I don't know but I was and I was mortified because she was cut my hair and there was just dandruff falling all over me I was I never got head and shoulders so quickly in my life Go on anyway, carry on. Her, oh no, I'm just on the bag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or no, I'm just doing a few lines and a strip around your shoulder. <laughs> right. I was walking down a path in an industrial estate wearing tights which were falling down a bit. So I bent to hoosh them up. Now loving hoosh. Hoosh! <laughs> while walking and the loudest bang you ever heard rattled throughout the industrial estate. I walked straight into a lamppost. <laughs> All the builders were staring at me, mortified, the feckin' pain of it too. Who hasn't walked into a lamppost though? Yeah, everyone walks into lampposts. And you're always on your phone. When I was in sixth year, I was dying sick with a bad case of tonsillitis the day before my prees. Nothing worse. Of course, my man being my mam, eyes could have been bleeding out of my head, said, go to school and see how you feel. Really? My man would have let me say. Well, I suppose oh. they were the prees you'd want to like... Uh, my man wouldn't care. Your estimate of how you're going to do. So I sat English paper one before going down to the local doctor. I got progressively worse in the week and even... After the doctor's visit, antibiotics didn't seem to be working. When I woke up soaking in sweat a week later, a man pulled me out of the bed in my PJs and threw a jacket on me to go back down to the doctor's. The receptionist 
asked me to do a urine sample while waiting, so I popped my hand with the sample into my jacket pocket as to not show off my stunning weed to the rest of the waiting room. The doctor eventually called my name and asked if I was okay that a UCC student doctor on placement sit in and observe. Q, the most ridey fella ever walking into the room. As he thanked me for the opportunity, he put out his right hand to introduce me and I had to remove my wee sample from my coat pocket to swap the glowing wee to my left hand to return the pleasantries. I saw his face grimace and sweaty me died of death. Oh! Girl she knows how to tell a story. She's told the story before. But also, um... P is P. It's grand. Yeah, he's, he's a train, If he's a trainee doctor and his face dropped, I'm like, girl, you're going to see much more worse than that as a doctor. They're going to be getting their dicks out every day of the week. Also, girly, um, for all you knew, he could have had a piss fetish and you'd have a few sippy sippies backstage. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, I'd imagine he'd be struck off, wouldn't he, before he even started. If you took a little shot of it, no one would notice, I'd say. <laughs> you can drink your own pee, you know. Once when I was 13, my older brother, called Leo, had his new friends over to the house. They were in the kitchen, and I was gearing myself up to go and introduce myself. I thought to myself, I'll go down and say, Hi, I'm Leo's sister. When I walked in, one of the lads walked up to me, and I said, Hi, I'm Leo. <laughs> I was mortal. It's when it's something small. Small, like, yeah. The small yeah, things yeah. are the most embarrassing. Like, that would literally be enough to make me want to cry. Like, it's like when you're in school and you call the teacher a ma'am. And you call the teacher a ma'am. I don't think I ever did it. No, I, I, I remember calling Miss McCarthy ma'am. And everyone was like, oh, you call Miss McCarthy ma'am, like. The thing, it'd be fine only for the fact that you're in a school of boys. Yeah, but you were, you were good in school at, like, that quick wit, you know, whereas I would have just cried. <laughs> Uh, was getting my makeup done and the makeup artist said now open talking about my <laughs> talking about my eyes but I opened my mouth <laughs> so I was just sitting there with my eyes closed and my mouth open for what felt like 10 minutes <laughs> until she eventually said oh sorry I mean your eyes oh then you'd have to find a new makeup person now to I love the idea of having the makeup done and going <laughs> now open you got I was working here with a personal trainer and I was on meal plans, etc. You know the drill. One day he was talking about progress and progress picks, etc. Girl, don't we know it? I know, Jesus. He was like, okay, so if you want to take progress picks, it's a great way to see your journey. Me thinking he meant put them on my files so we could track them together. I was taking full-on pics in my thongs and uploading them to our joint <laughs> Excel sheet. Now, why you were doing them in a thong? Now, <coughs> off with you. Living. <laughs> Uploading them to our joint Excel sheet only for him to be like, oh, sorry, I just meant to take them for yourself, mortification. <laughs> but also, he should see them as well. He should see them. I was sending my progress pics once upon a time to my I always send my progress pics to my PT. Now, why? I've no idea because... Nothing was happening. And also, sure, anytime I'd like a big weekend or whatever, if I was pure, like, I would just be sucking in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Me, me like this. <laughs> yeah, they're always like fully relaxed now, and I always do this. Right? I always take a fully relaxed one, right? <coughs> and then I go, not a hope. And then, I, and, then yeah. I, and then I tense. If my PT knew the amount of shots it took for me to take my progress yeah. pick, he'd probably drop me. As a and it's all lighting, it's all angles. And it's all lighting. Yeah. I did a trust fall into a random couple thinking it was my friend. <laughs> Well, why would you be doing a trust fall in? <laughs> and what happened? How did that even come about? That's what I'm saying. Would you, well, you just had a bar and you went, Ooh. Oh, you also, like, you could be lovely if, you know, there's a one friend in the group like that and be like, oh, trust fall. Do you know what? The, when there's one friend in a group who thinks they're funny 
and people like enable them by laughing at yeah. them but everyone knows they're not yeah why do we do that why do we enable like, them don't people be like oh that's that's do you ever go into like a group of girls and they go oh that's sarah she's the mad one and then sarah's she's doing, going around with the frozen chips on her head yeah sarah's <laughs> doing stuff like putting a bottle of miller on her head and everyone's like oh that's classic sarah and i'm like what being, can't take her anywhere being not funny <laughs> Or like she takes like the lad's hat and she's like, I'm not giving it back to you. And I'm like, no, that's just mean, Sarah. You're not that's being mean. funny. Sarah, give it back. The Sarah. boy has alopecia. Give it back. <laughs> Literally. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a pioneer. Me too, girl, late when I was. And a few years ago <laughs> on my halls, my youngest son wanted to know why I didn't drink the fancy cocktails like everyone else. So up and told him about being a pioneer and what it means. On our last night, the waiter in the resort brought down two cocktails on the house for us. My son pipes up, oh, my mum can't drink them. She's an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the looks from everyone around us, (laughs) mortified. When I was a restaurant manager and talking to a lady at the till and being the loudmouth gay that I am, I was like, oh my God, baby, you and the girls look amazing, loving the nails and the outfits. Oh, what a serve. Where are you four off to? They were going to a funeral for their dad. <gasps> and they were just grabbing food beforehand. <laughs> I wanted to die, pardon the pun. So, of course, I had to give them all their meals for free while going bright red and dying inside. Sorry, but I Stop love the gays. Stop saying dying. <laughs> I love the gays. I love... Piping them up on the way to the funeral. But also, I'm presuming they're all in black, right? Yeah. And if your friend group is dressed all in black, of course, you're serving. Th- that's the thing. And I'd say, you know what? They probably were living for you, like, yeah. telling them they all look like glamour. And it's probably it would probably be a nice anecdote to, like, laugh about when you want to, like, cry. Also, my ego doesn't stop for grief. Yeah. So if you're telling me I'm stunning, I'm still going to be slipping. We talked about this before. You still want to look pretty at the funeral. You still need to look pretty. Not too pretty, though. Not too pretty. No, yeah. you need to have... Because then people would be like, look at her. Look at her, she's thriving. Yeah. You want to mess the hair a bit. I was on a J1 and bumped into this guy who was in my college who was visiting. He was really hot and well-known. I thought I was going to say well-hung. Um... <laughs> Oh, it's because I read the next word. We were all hanging out in the porch and we started having a sing-song. What? What what episode of Glee is this? Gradually, everyone started filtering off and it was just me and your man left. I knew it was my time to shine. I proceeded to sing When You're Good to Mama from the musical Chicago. (laughs) Just him. This is a lie. So it was just two No, she was on the four local. What? When You're Good to Mama. Mama. Mama's good to you. Wait up. No, that's hot. I sang it from start to finish. <laughs> What's wrong with her? All the while maintaining eye contact. You're unhinged. It should be mentioned I was very drunk at the okay, time. Okay, obviously. After I finished singing, he got up and I think he might have ran away. Mortal. Well, you couldn't have been too mortified if you sang the whole thing. Some people are saying they're mortified, but they're like, am I? Okay, this is a big one, so I'm just hoping it's good. Okay. If I read this whole thing and it's not good, we're never doing a submissions episode <laughs> ever again. Ever again. He can't be trusted. <laughs> Apologies in advance as I'm incapable of making a long story short. Now, sure, well, don't, sure, don't we, be noise. Should we drop it there now? No, come on, I'm, I'm So, myself now. and my sissy bags. Now, is that a slur? <laughs> is this your gay, is is this a gay, gay best, best friend, friend or is it your sister? <laughs> we bagged one of the 20 euro Ryanair flights to Milan a few years ago for a scream at some Italian boys. Glamour. Anyways, we want to send a picky to our mam doing something cultural to prove we weren't only on the wine and pasta for the weekend. So we booked a tour of the stunning Milan Cathedral. Stunning. Stunning. Now, the night before, I had done the dog and the Prosecco, so I wasn't feeling too well the next day. Yeah. But we are forward-thinking girlies, so we booked an afternoon tour instead of a morning one. 
As we made our way into the centre towards the cathedral, we stopped in a sweet shop to retrieve hangover cures. My go-to would be a bag of onion ring crisps. Brilliant. Yeah, good Agreed. One. You know, the Thai ones. Yeah, gorgeous. Along with a bag of crisps, I pick up a little jar of Nutella and other sweets to bring home to my nieces and nephews. We make our way to the queue for the tour when we see members of the Italian army doing the security for the cathedral, searching everyone's bags, giving the pat down, etc. Now, I had no objections to this pat down from a sexy Italian army man. Oh, but babe, I'm bringing a knife. But I'm bringing a knife <laughs> and I'm putting it in my underwear. But as he starts to search my bag, he starts pulling everything out. This lad starts roasting me, laughing at my bag of onion rings. <laughs> and all the sweets. How many sweets did she have? <laughs> but well, let's give him kind of misogyny here now. How was he giving misogyny? He's laughing at the onion rings. Is it a flirty laugh or is it a mocking laugh? There's a very dis- distinction. Go on, continue. He was showing all the sweets to all the other sexy army lads. <laughs> But then he gets pure serious because the jars and Nutella are glass and are deemed as a weapon. I'm honestly too hungover at this stage and I'm like, oh, that's grand. I'll leave them outside. I don't need them. Now, he's adamant that I'm not to enter the cathedral. Now, this what? is kinda, This is a bit severe. Shut up. My fucking sister has already gone in ahead of me. So he pulls the handcuffs out of his pocket. Kinky now that I think back of it. So I'm absolutely mortified, red in the face, and all the Yangs in the queue are laughing at me, and the French girlies are giving me the death stares. I literally wanted to pass away, and then he laughs at me and says, Oh, I'm only joking. I'll let you in, but I'll keep the sweets. Fucker robbed all me sweets. I will never recover. Babe, he was mad for ya. I'd say he was just mad to write it, Yeah, he? 100%. Yeah, I love... Why is it that all the, the Gardaí in all the other countries are um, pure sexy? Pure sexy, but as well, I've seen a few sexy girls bopping around. Sexy Irish guy, Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Anyway, girlies, we have loads more stories, so I think we're going to do a part two. I think a part two, right? But you never know with us, you know, during the week, you could change your mind. Oh, no, we'll get get a turn out during the week. Yeah, but we'll see. I'll be listening back now to this when I'm editing it, and I'll go, no, we're not doing a part two. No, I think we can, because I feel like... The amount of Irish people who get embarrassed, there's content, content. That's the thing, and what we're going to do is... We're going to absolve you from your mortification. Okay. That's what we're going to do. We, the next time, we'll give you some advice on how not to be mortified. Yeah, that's what we'll, that's do. what we'll do. Write that down, because I forget that. Write it down. Write it Girls, down. it's been a pleasure as always. Love you to bits, girlies. Sending you love from Blarney Street in Cork. I should stop saying where I live, right? No. But you know what I do? I'm from Blarney Street in Cork, right? And it's the longest street in Ireland. We say that once every five episodes. But it's so helpful when you're doing team building exercises... When they go, give us an interesting fact about yourself. I always go, hi, I'm from the longest street in Ireland. And then they go, what? I just said I'm not embarrassed or I don't get mortified easily. Stop doing those stupid icebreakers with new groups of people and saying, oh, give us a fun fact about yourself. There's no fun facts about myself. I wouldn't be here applying for this job if I had a fun fact. And also, I can't narrow them down. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I always just go for the teeth. I just say about like, the I just my go teeth listen to the pod. <laughs> There's, there's, there's what episode there's we numerous have? there's numerous episodes 87 is it 87 there, you can get a few fun facts from that job. anyway girlies have a good week we love you and if you're puce this week take solace in the fact that probably the majority of Ireland is yeah also a lot more embarrassing stories some of the more not safe for work ones end up on our Patreon yeah definitely even I think back to that first episode which is called Three Thongs and a Bomb right <laughs> oh yeah a lot of embarrassment there. Yeah, there don't tell ma'am. So yeah. take a look at the Patreon girlies. Anyway, girlies, love you. Bye. Love you to bits. Take bye. care. Bye. 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 Small details are big surfaces. 
Tight corners or odd shapes? Flat, rounded, textured, or tall? Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.